Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Kasim Aslam. And a lot of you that have been listening have heard a lot about the Facebook ads hack. Ralph and I have gone back and forth on it a little bit, talking about whether or not it actually works. It does. <laughs> but what I didn't do a good job of is really explaining exactly what it is. So I've got a, a video that I created that walks through exactly what we did and how we did it step by step point by point so we're gonna we're gonna post that here just so you have all of the context because you know we, some of the feedback that i got was you know, we felt like people weren't entirely in the know and i wanted to make sure that we fixed that so uh, i hope this is helpful to you and for you if you have facebook ad campaigns it's amazing how well this can work as a matter of fact a friend that's in a mastermind that i'm a part of was exposed to this information in a presentation that i offered which won me an award, by the way, and ended up sparking like a whole new business. He's building a SaaS product specifically around this one, this one idea. And when that's ready, I, you know, I can't wait to help promote him and, and support that business. But until then, this is something that you can build yourself. It's, it's very accessible. There are tools out there that you can use. You can custom code it if you need to. If you've got a, you know, a techie or a smart person on staff, they're, they're going to be maybe better equipped to do it from start to finish. But all told, I think just about anybody who, you know, if, if you can play with Zapier, you can probably get this done and it's going to help improve the efficacy of your Facebook campaign. So I think that's enough of a preface. Without any further ado, here it is, the Facebook ads hack to fix the iOS 14 update. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wilders and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com 
forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me, and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So fixing Facebook, how are we going to do that? First, I'll just briefly describe the problem. If you don't, if you're, first of all, if you're interested in this, you should already know this, but just in case you've been living under a rock, Facebook is blind. Facebook was blinded by the iOS 14 update, which is Apple saying, you now have to get people's permission to track. And, you know, at last count, I think 90% of people have chosen not to allow Facebook and and other apps, of course, but Facebook is the big one, not to allow Facebook to track your activity, which means Facebook, which is a machine learning mechanism that uses your activity in order to optimize towards a a defined goal, hasn't been able to do that, which is why everybody's Facebook campaigns died, which by the way, when I was at the, the, the War Room event, that's all I heard is a bunch of really brilliant people on stage saying Facebook has died and we have no idea what to do. And we're talking about folks that spend, you know, tens of millions in, in one instance, I think, you know, potentially more than that for one particular organization whose name I won't drop. And and I think that the capabilities that I'm about to, sh- to, to share with you are well-equipped to fix that. So some foundational knowledge that you need to have in order for this any of this to make sense is Facebook released its conversions API, which is just kind of like Google's, uh, you know, offline conversion tracking, but maybe we're more robust. And what it does is it allows you to take your first party data, meaning data that you captured from the prospect and push it back into Facebook, which in theory... Uh, lifts the veil a little bit on the blinders that have been put on Facebook. And what I've heard from people that would know, including Ralph Burns over at Tier 11, my co-host at Perpetual Traffic, which you should tune into every Tuesday, who has the world authority in Facebook agencies. And, and, and what I've experienced myself is that using Facebook's conversion API does, in fact, improve the efficacy of your Facebook campaigns. The problem is you have to wait until after a conversion. You can only push data until after somebody converts, which means you, you have to wait for them to fill out a form. And if you know anything about the sales funnel, the marketing funnel, that's the very end of the interaction with the customer. And there's all these incremental actions that take place between, you know, uh, your first interaction with them and them actually being willing to convert. And those incremental actions, those predictive indicators of success, that's what Facebook has been using in theory to optimize your campaign. So waiting until after the conversion, you lose the majority of what it would have, what would have led to the conversion in the first place. Or... Is there another option? Is there an alternative? Is there a fix? Here's what we're doing. And I think this is flippin' brilliant, y'all, if you don't mind me saying myself. And I can say that because the, the, the maybe umbrella idea was mine, but the, the guy that actually figured this out is our CTO, Yvonne. Brilliant, brilliant young man. I love him to death. I hope he never sees this because I don't like complimenting him to his face. But he's the one that really cracked the code from a technical perspective. So what we're doing is we're using Hotjar and we've tried other screen recording software True Conversion Lucky Orange. Hotjar is the only one that works for this. And I think some of that has to do with its integration with Zapier. You record the sessions that are landing from Facebook. And by the way, this isn't theoretical. We've done it. We've tried it. We've tested it. It improved the Facebook campaign that we were testing it on by a factor of uh, three, 300% improvement in a day, in a day. So I think that that improvement actually would have scaled up further, but we just haven't had that much time playing with this, to be honest with you. And we don't have as significant a spend in our campaigns as you might. So I'd love other people, if you get your hooks into this idea, I'd love to know what it is that you've been able to to do. Hotjar monitors on-site activity. And what we're now doing is we can use Hotjar to push information back into Facebook using the Conversions API via Zapier. 
Here's what that means. Hotjar captures the entire URL. It captures, when somebody clicks on a Facebook ad and they land on your website, in the URL is a bunch of gobbledygook, UTM parameters, but most importantly, the Facebook click ID, FBCLID, the Facebook click ID. This is the data point, the single singular data point that Facebook needs when you're pushing data back using their conversions API. Some of you already know what it is that I'm proposing. What we're doing is using Zapier, we take the hot jar recording, we filter out people that are that have a Facebook click ID. We I forget what this other filter is. I have another slide for it. We extract that Facebook click ID and then we push that into Facebook and append it to the event that we're trying to identify or isolate here. This is where, and let me just pause and look at you. This is where some creativity is necessary on your part. You need to define what these events are. But what's really cool about Hotjar is it's it's so robust. It can be time on site, the number of pages that they hit. Uh, Hotjar has its own lead scoring, but you can you can gauge engagement in milliseconds. So you get to come and define what your micro conversions are, and you can start piping that in Facebook, and then you can start optimizing by those micro conversions. Y'all, this fixes the problem that we've had up to this point. So if your Facebook campaign dot it's going to take some manual intervention. It's going to take some creativity in terms of identifying what those events are. But this will re-equip Facebook with the information necessary to begin optimizing towards the ends, the goals that you've had this entire time. So we're using a filter. So we're only pushing events that have the Facebook click ID. Um, and then we have several options. Okay, so this is the second filter, is the quality filter. You can only you can filter events based off of duration, exit page, action count, which is defined by Hotjar, relevant score also defined by Hotjar. So play with Hotjar because and there's more than what I have listed here. It, it's it's far more robust and it, it's also going to be ultra specific based off of your your use case and you know what it is that you're driving towards. You know if you have a, if you have a funnel which is very you know it's myopic in scope, it's singular. That might be a little bit easier than if you have a website that you know has tendrils everywhere. Although I think the website is probably going to convert better in many instances, especially now. Think about, here's the other, just a quick brief aside. It might behoove you to move from funnels to sites where applicable and possible because your ability to capture micro conversion data is improved. And so this is going to change the way that we market in some instances, because when somebody visits a new page, that's an intrinsic qualification of intent. Well, they can't visit a new page if you have a funnel and it's all one big long landing page. You can have lines of demarcation, but that's not always quite as effective. So you need to think about the way that you're approaching your customers with this new paradigm in mind. Quality filter. And then we're going to extract the Facebook click ID from the URL to push it into Lord Facebook. We're going to use Zapier's split text and, and extract the Facebook click ID from the URL. And then we're going to push that back into Facebook and append it to the specific campaign ad set or ad inside of Facebook. Now, this extraction process has a nuance that I'll share with you here in just a moment. Um, you're then going to connect it to your Facebook account. And we tested it with our Montessori agency here. And that's and that allows you to then push this, this lead, this action, this activity back into Facebook, along with additional information. So things like the event time ID, source URL. You can even push additional data back, depending on the data that you've been able to collect or capture. The odds of it being wildly robust, I think, are pretty limited. But again, I don't know your specific use case, so I want you to know that you actually have the capabilities of doing this. Zapier is amazing, by the way. It's the keys to the internet. I have no idea why it's so cheap. It's unbelievable. I'm such a fan. And then, of course, you can test it. You can see in your Zap history uh, every every Zap that was fired and filtered, which is really helpful. So this is what's really cool is, one, you can use it to optimize for specific events. 
meaning incremental conversions, meaning you've got this whole funnel and Facebook used to be able to see the whole funnel and now, you know, Apple blinded it so that it can just see where users come from Facebook and then potentially what users after the fact conversion API. Well, we just, now you can kind of poke holes in that so that Facebook, you can poke holes in the veil so Facebook can start to see things and it can see more based off of the holes that you poke. You can make those holes really big by creating additional conversion events and piping those back in. That's a little tedious. Do the work, especially if you have big ad spends. You can also, and this gets a little speculative by the way, but you can report full conversions to Facebook, which I actually think will help you juice the algorithm. I think that what you can do is you can take people that have like, you know, a, a significant time on site, added things to the cart and then bounced, have taken action that show them to be a higher quality than just your standard visitor. And instead of piping them in as, you know, some other event, I'd actually pipe them into Facebook as, you know, this was a purchase, this was a lead. Because that's not just nomenclature, all those events. Like Facebook wants to see what it is that people are doing because that stands as an indicator that other people like them might do more of that. And what that could do is start getting more people like that to your site because Facebook thinks they have purchased and potentially jump-starting your campaign. Now that is flawed because you just screwed up all your data. And I'm sure the Facebook experts, by the way, might have a bunch of reasons why that's a bad idea. I would love for you to tell me. I think it's, I think it's an idiot. Oh, and then maybe the most important thing is you can now build a remarketing audience using these users. So you can build a remarketing audience based off of these standard events. This is exactly what iOS 14 was trying to stop. This is exactly what they were veiling is who these folks are and what they did. We've got that data. Y'all, we just cracked the iOS 14 code. I'm so excited about this and about what it potentially means for you. And by the way, I don't offer Facebook ad management. I don't want to offer Facebook ad management. There's no sales pitch whatsoever. I'm doing this because I want to help people. So I, I hope that, that, that what I'm really trying to say is I don't have a dog in this fight. Like there's no reason for me to try to convince you of this than, than you know, other than I, the fact that I think that it works. So creating this remarketing audience, by the way, means that you're creating a marketing audience with first party data. I think one of the coolest things about this is they can't take it away from us. I've had some other ninja hacks that, you know, it, I'm like, well, I'm not telling anybody about this because they're just going to change the rules. This is one where you have to, you have to pass Facebook click ID through the URL. You have to, and I can take that and then I can create standard events and push them back into Facebook. So I don't, I, I think the risk is lower here. Let me share something with you just briefly, because one of the really important nuances here is when you're pushing the Facebook click ID back into Facebook, it's actually not asking for the FBC LID. Yeah. So FBC LID is what's given to you in the URL string. What Zapier asked for is the FBC. Now the FBC is in your, your browser cookie. The problem is, is we're, we're spoofing this. So we don't have a browser cookie. So we had to go figure out what FBC is. So the F, FBC is a parameter that is made up of the version plus the subdomain index, plus the creation time, plus the F, the Facebook click ID, the FBC LID. You have to create that. So it's always FB dot one is the default value, by the way. And if I'm being really honest, I don't know why they make us do this. It seems stupid. It's like, isn't the traffic always coming from Facebook? So if you know the reason for this, I'd be really interested. It's in the developer's documentation and I'm just not smart enough to figure it out. And then you need to, so it's, it's, it's FB dot one dot creation time, but it has to be uh, Unix time. What's really cool is Zapier has the ability to drop in uh, Unix time. So what you're going to do is you're going to copy this little code here and I'll make sure that this link is included in the description. And you're going to come down and you're going to see fb.1.unixtime. dot one dot 
Unix time, which Zapier is giving me the short code. When I paste that, it becomes like a short code in Zapier. But before that short code, you can see it roll over. So we're going to go FB dot one dot Unix timestamp dot, and then you're going to input the text extraction that you created in your earlier um, in your earlier Zap parsing. And the, I've, the, we've tested this and it works, is what I'm telling you. So if you can't make it work, then you have some finagling to do because there's obviously something in your settings that you know just needs to be improved or whatever. But I think that's it. I am, like I said, super excited. Hopefully I haven't been too annoying about... You know, it's fun to come up... It's fun to solve problems that um, can help people. And so it, it, hopefully you'll forgive any of my exuberance just through that veil, view it in that direction. That's all I got. I'd love for you to poke holes in this. Wherever they exist, I'd actually really hate to see this obliterated. And I don't see that being the case, to be honest with you. I mean, we're just it's an intelligent way to capture first-party data, um, which is sound. It's sound. But most importantly, I'd actually really be interested in how people plan on using this. So if you have a creative use case that I haven't thought of or haven't said here, drop it in the comments. Please, please share this with others because I think this really could be, I think this could be a big deal for a lot of people, a lot of Facebook advertisers. That's all I got. So like and subscribe. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you later. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Hey, it's Kasim here and I have a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your website? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully target your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. That means you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and then safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. I've personally met the CEO, Adam Robinson, and the guy is absolutely brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for PT listeners. If you are an e-commerce brand that's doing over a million in annual revenue and you've gone through their easy 30-minute onboarding process, if you don't 5X your investment within the first six months, they will give you all of your money back. To take advantage of this offer, go to getemails.com forward slash scalable. That's getemails.com forward slash scalable. Hey, PT listeners, when's the last time your business published on its blog? If the answer is, that's way too long for me to remember... I want you to listen up because our friends at BKA Content have a new service where they'll deliver fresh blogs to your inbox and all you have to do is just post them on your site. Now, these articles are all originally written just for your business. They're not generic articles that are just copy and pasted or thrown into some AI software or written by a VA. No, these are professional writers who are going to sit down and write articles just for your business. We've used them in the past, and they're absolutely fabulous. Now, if you want an extra reason to go try them yourself, BK is giving PT listeners half off their first month. Just go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual to get started. That's bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual.